I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a Game of Thrones podcast. And the bells. Dude, the bells. That's what this is called? Yeah, the, that was the episode the title bells. this week. Man, I didn't. I did not like this episode at all. It, it finally just, fell off. Yeah, no, Jordan this one was bad. finally gave up. Yeah, this one was, <laughs> dude, it was just disappointing around every corner. Like, when, like, the, right off the bat, just how we killed Varus, and then just, like, I don't, I didn't mind Varus dying. I, I didn't even mind him dying because he's a traitor and treason and stuff. Like, I was, I was cool with all that. But just, like, if, if, if I had a treasonous person, I wouldn't let my hand say goodbye to him. You know what I mean? They just, like, they had so much... It's like, because there's so much theater there, and it's like I don't care. I mean, it, it, you know, if they're best friends, I just I don't know. I hated. I did. It was just like it was so drawn out, and I was as it was going on, I was like, "There's no way they're going to kill him because this is too drawn out and dramatic and over the top." Like, and then he just I don't know. I mean, it was just disappointing the whole time. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Sorry. It was fine. I mean, so I've I've been off the wagon for a season and a half already, anyways. Yeah. So like. The, I don't think that I can be more indifferent towards it. I don't even think that I'm negative about it. I just think that I'm critical because I don't care anymore. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, the, if if other people were disappointed in this episode, I'm just like, yeah, well, the whole season's been this way, man. All of last <laughs> season has been this way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, there's still so much hope with like how it was going to play out. And then just everything this episode was so... It just felt cookie cutter and plain Jane and Hollywood and just like, I don't know, like I've seen it a thousand times before. It just didn't feel very like Game of Thrones, you know? It just, it felt just... Well, that's how the last now 15 episodes have been. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Every now and then it kind of, there there was one little thing that popped out that was like, oh, they're back, you know? But this whole episode was just, there wasn't anything really that I was just like super duper happy about. Like, I wanted Arya to get revenge, even though the whole lesson was, like, about <laughs> revenge being bad. Um, you know, because the Hound ends up dying to get his revenge. Right, yeah. And Arya probably would have died if she went to go kill Cersei, because Cersei got crushed by the castle. We assume. Yeah, that's a good point. There's no other way to interpret <laughs> that, obviously, her and, I mean, her and Jamie must be dead, no, right? No, that's a good point, though. But it would not be the most surprising thing that's happened for, like... A final or like one of the last three shots of the series to just be like them on a boat or something you yeah know? Like, <laughs> i actually did like the part like where Tyrion kind of ran over to jamie and he's like hey, it's like get out of here yeah, yeah get out and get cersei and i like, would have accepted I thought, I thought that, that was cool i thought that I think... was cool i thought that was brotherly and you know like he finally got the chance to be the hero because like jamie i think did that for him yeah, yeah no, he did so whenever he killed yeah. tywin yeah it yeah. would definitely be i mean yeah that part was you know fine i don't have any problem with that yeah, I, mean, I, like I, I I think I would have accepted Jamie and Cersei making a break for it and mm-hmm. you know starting a new life. I would have accepted that only because that would have been the it, that would have fallen in line with everything else that they've been doing so far in the show for the past season and a half. But it's definitely not within Cersei's nature to do something yeah. like that. So I, I never thought that that plan was going to work. Whenever Tyrion was trying to get Jamie to do it. I was like, well, obviously that's not going to happen. No, that's, yeah, that's fair. But I was also still, you know, working under my assumption that Jamie might kill her. Uh, and so I thought that, like, they would get, like, I thought what I thought might happen if 
you know, Jamie wasn't acting like he had lost a leg instead of a hand and yeah. took forever to get to the fucking castle and couldn't get in. <laughs> what I thought was going to happen was that he might get there, try to be like, we got to do this. You know, we can leave. Tyrion has set up an avenue for us to get out. Yeah. And Cersei would be like, I can never trust Tyrion to do something for me. And then be like, BT dubs, Jamie, I'm burning this city to the ground. And then be like, give Kyburn the order to like set off the dragon fire. And then, yeah. And then Jamie's like, literally going to do the exact same thing he did to Aerys because that's been yeah that was a good not even just my theory but like a lot of people's theories was that Jamie would see the monster that she had become and be like I have to stop you from doing what I stopped Aerys from doing yeah Um, but then of course none of that happened so you know dude I thought he died when he got stabbed through the lung twice yeah (laughs) just like right (laughs) just like how if I stabbed an animal with like a an arrow, I guess. You know, like, that's pretty much what he did. He got him through each side. It looked like he got him in the lung, but I guess he didn't. He probably just got him in some guts. There is a, yeah, there are a so. lot of organs that can take a lot of damage before you die. Right, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's I definitely figured... like him being able to then climb up what in the book, whenever Tyrion escapes, is like, several miles of ladders <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> i was I like man good for you jamie you killed it getting up to you know the the war room um oh god dude just every little ladder step with a little bit of blood right you yeah. know like oh god which that was also a stupid and absolutely needless and pointless fight was him and euron yeah except for just like us seeing euron die which we could have also seen euron die whenever danny torches his ship like, Which would have been cool if, if they were the just dragon yeah, had gotten. If him. they were just going to kill off Euron for no reason or like yeah. in a totally needless way, then they should have had Danny do it. Yeah, that, that would have been, been that would have made more sense. It would have potentially given Euron like some level of honor, like he goes down with his crew or something like that. You know, yeah, like he even though with the ship, even though like we've been saying for you know or. Uh, that he's just chaos. He's just he's just there to stir everything up and you know make things crazy. I guess those ballistas on the boats were only good in a surprise attack. Right? She, yeah. She dodged every single bullet. Yeah, it did not time. matter the second oh, time around. Yeah, I was like, weren't they shooting really fast last time? I was like, it was like a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> last time, and this episode it was just so slow. They only work as well as the plot needs them to work. Right? Yeah. That's, that's all fair. it is. There's only because so so there's. Only three things that I can tell that they care about anymore. One is just getting to the end. Like Kenneth <laughs> yes. had said two weeks ago, like they know what the end is and now they're just racing to get there. No, that's a, that's a fair observation. The second thing is they feel like they have to give every character their ending. And they have to kind of make every character like give them some kind of retribution. Even at the end, like I was watching it with Bailey and she's like, oh, I kind of like Cersei now. I was like, what? You fucking hated her for the entirety of this of the show, and now you kind of like her because she seems human because she's crying. She, yeah, she has. She Jamie. finally has a moment of weakness. Yeah, and it's, it's the same revisionist, you know, uh, opinion stuff that for the same reason people like Theon. Theon. Yeah, like, Theon's awful Theon and deserved awful. everything that happened to him, mm-hmm. but because it happened to him. People forgive him. I don't even think in the <laughs> because book, they see him weak and humble. I don't even think in the book he makes up for it. I think he like fails and every like I think in his chance for retribution he like betrays. Yeah, so far as I remember, like, he continues to make the wrong decision yeah. or to just fail, and he never gets anything. Which back. seems 
like the most realistic thing. Like, why would it's more they fitting? Turn noble, you in know? my opinion. Yeah, All suddenly he's noble and yeah. he gets this place of honor and being able to guard Bran, and he dies by the Night King, the only person that we see the Night King kill himself. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so so they they're obsessed with giving every character their ending and mm-hmm. the completion of their arc. And they get to have their last moment with all the people that we wanted to see them yeah, with, like yeah, Arya yeah. and the Hound. And then the, the third thing is they are determined to make Arya the most badass character. Oh, dude. Yeah, there was... They almost killed her so many times last episode. It was just frustrating. I was, I mean, I guess they were trying to make make us realize like how crazy it was in the city, but I don't know. Right. I, I, it's I, just... Yeah, it's, so much of it is... So transparent, which is something I've been repeating this you know whole season, and it's whatever. From the standpoint of already being off the wagon, I think that this episode was fine. Yeah, I think that it was probably the best of the season so far. Uh, for plot purposes, it was the most meaningful and yeah, it got uh, the, mo- the most happened, you know. But it, I yeah. guess it was just kind of disappointing that it all just happened kind of cliche like Cersei and Jaime presumably just died in the castle like uh, Varys was just slain by the dragon like Daenerys went crazy after already winning the war you know mm-hmm. and then just very obviously like Jon is like the super good guy now you know it's like it's right. just so obvious like I don't know there's not even like a bit of uh like a gray area in between like oh well maybe she would have been a good queen it's like now it's just like no she sucks right john's the only one for us <laughs> well they spent like a full 60 seconds of the previously on with literally every mention of mad targaryens from the entire show right? yeah <laughs> no, that's fair so that, I mean, they, that's and like you had been saying the whole season they're obviously setting danny up to be the bad person at the yeah. end and you know, where it was, it, like, pretty, like, obvious, or we felt safe in making that assumption in the beginning, for, since, like, the last half of last episode, and now, obviously, all of this episode, mm-hmm. that was, like, it, it couldn't have been more transparent if it was written on glass. Oh, yeah. I didn't it, think she would just literally start killing all the people after they surrendered, and killing literally just all the city folk that couldn't care less who's ruling. Like, they're going right. to be in Flea Bottom no matter what like yeah. they don't give a fuck who's in charge so let me just kill them it was just like it was just i don't know it just after a certain point i guess when she saw everything and she got there she's like this isn't what i wanted after all let me just burn it all to the ground and rule the ashes which is what the catalyst what? is supposed to be that Masande died you know I guess and man, so it's but, just like uh. well, because Masande was killed in such poor faith you know, yeah. like it was a prisoner that you had and it was supposed to be like your bargaining chip from Cersei's point of view. And then she just kills Missandei. So then Danny, who was giving her like one last chance to surrender and one last chance to do it peacefully and then watches her kill, you know, her best friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then Danny's just like, OK, well, fuck everything. Yeah. And that's supposed to, I guess, be like our yeah. final straw for her. But then also, you know, like I've been saying, that's the only thing that she ever cared about was becoming queen she only cared about things that were right in front of her. Mm-hmm. She cared about the slaves because they were right in front of her. Right. She always she only ever cared about her birthright. And now the thing that's right in front of her is the person that killed her best friend. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's going to do. Like, nothing matters. Yeah. No, no, that's a good point. I mean, it's just nothing Nothing does matter, it seems like. So, I mean, she kind of burned it all. In the, it looked like she just burned the castle down, at least half of it. 
She basically burned the whole damn city down. She was yeah. like mowing the yard, man. She was doing mm-hmm. it on a grid. Like she yeah, knew what she was doing. Like she was in the grid system. <laughs> Uh, like the dragon was shooting fire down the alleys. <laughs> yeah, she was just going like street by street yeah, at a point. Was... It seemed like there was a lot of. The, I think they they blew all their budget on this episode because Probably, yeah. and from like a cinematography standpoint, there were some of the better shots were mm-hmm. in this episode. Uh, everything but the dragon was really cool. Oh yeah, those were all cool shots. Um, so Cersei. Uh, walking around the war room with you know the floors the map of the seven kingdoms and her whole world is crumbling down around her yeah that was... on the map that you know because the seven kingdoms like i still think are going to be fractured at the end of this that was pretty significant yeah and symbolic and i bet they had a like a i don't know like a video tech like boner like right. they're just like yes dude this is awesome <laughs> euron's death was like one of the better like cinematograph this is like shots like you know cinematography whatever that word might be i don't know yeah it was i don't know he just like like, had really good lighting and the shot was just really nice looking i kind of thought it was funny how just like at the end he was just like i'm the one who killed jamie lannister he's also the only one who knows that like (laughs) and he doesn't even care like just he knows that he's the one who killed jamie lannister and technically i'm pretty sure the dragon did because (laughs) how technical do you want to be i guess i guess he would have died no matter what from his his wounds but it's like right (laughs) <laughs> but he's just yeah he's such a like an agent of chaos and all he's so prideful and only cares about his own accomplishment and what he gets to do yeah he lost that's literally all, shit all that he ever wanted to do is just do everything that he could it didn't yeah. even matter that anybody else knows that he killed jamie lannister he did it <laughs> you know? yeah dude it just for, for him it seems like he would have he would have just like stayed and waited for Danny to be on the throne, and then he would have like gone up and tried to seduce her. Like that seems almost more in line with his character. Than, he certainly like, might have tried. Trying yeah, to kill Jamie. I think that it certainly would have depended on how everything ended, right, which you could say sure. about anything. But yeah, you could. Yeah, the, but you could do anything with it. But like, I thought that maybe if like the battle turned sideways for you know the Lannisters, that maybe Euron would see what had happened, and if he still had even a ship, he would have just fucked off. He would have just been like, all right, well, I'm going to go do other stuff. <laughs> this obviously is not going the way we wanted it to. Um, so what do you think the the mountain was? Do you think he's, like, just a zombie or, like... I think he was just what uh, the showrunners needed him to be for the sake of shock and drama. Yeah. Because... They're just not going to tell us what he was. So, like, yeah, he was brought back by some sort of, like sciencey shit that kyburn did right yeah. presumably no magic because that's what the cit- the citadel isn't magic mm-hmm. and kyburn has you know not ever had any hint of magic and the in the things that he said you know talking about like how he was he didn't say science but it was like taking science to the next level that the citadel wasn't ready for and stuff like that yeah. so it's some sort of science that you know whatever doesn't can't be explained because it doesn't even exist in the real world either the but with all of the, like, he gets stabbed through the fucking brain and still is able to do stuff and all that. That was just for the fact of making it like a, oh my god, thing, you know? Yeah. Like, the only thing that could possibly end him would be if the hound took him through the wall into the fire. Right. That'd be like yeah. when they kill Cell in Dragon Ball Z. It's like, you have right. to destroy every little bit of him. Or right, come yeah. Back. It's the vaporize. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of the vibe I got. Because, like, the second the knife went through his, his head, I was like... Well, also, he couldn't see, so it was kind of like, well, what do we do now? Right. Like, I, I don't know. It, it was, There's no answers because there was never any intention of having an answer for any questions. I did like It was just like, killed. let's make this as dramatic as we can 
so that it's got the most shock value and, you know, the most like, ooh, ah, uh, because this is Clegane Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is what everybody's been waiting for ever since we decided we liked Sandor. Right. And so let's make it as big a spectacle as we possibly can, even in the small space that they had it, and then we can end it by killing both of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was... That that made pretty good sense, honestly. Them like the old way that he could. It kill could have them only was, ended that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was nothing left for the hound after that, anyway. Yeah, that was I his mean, whole existence was uh, to someday kill his brother, and he said that multiple times throughout the entire show. <laughs> yeah. So, so he 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 stayed true to his character. <laughs> the most Game of Thronesy thing that has happened to this entire season and will probably remain to be the most Game of Thronesy thing through next episode is the way that Kyburn dies. Dude, that was awesome. I loved that. Because he was such... smacked him. Yeah. His only purpose, and we've talked about this already, his only purpose was just to, like, be an agent for Cersei Mm -hmm. and to do, like, the dirty things that nobody else was willing to for the sake of progressing Cersei's storyline. And, like, he doesn't seem to have any motivation like we talked about maybe last week and, you know, blah, 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 blah. His motivation was definitely... So he was basically a meaningless character. Mm -hmm. No one cared about him. He had no motivation to follow except to follow Cersei because she gave him the resources to do his like weirdo shit and so him to just die like he's nothing was perfect for his character and the way the Game of Thrones has done things before like everybody had an appropriate death or uh, I guess maybe a couple people that we thought were important died relatively quickly but it was still poignant like the the viper you know kind of died very suddenly and unexpectedly but it was poignant Mm -hmm. Um, Ned died very suddenly and unexpectedly but it was you know done in front of the entirety of king's landing as an execution so it was planned. yeah but kyber was just like three people saw him die right <laughs> <laughs> and it did not matter at all it was yeah. perfect it was and the, one of them was a zombie <laughs> yeah <laughs> killed him so it was the and then cersei was just like well I'm, i don't belong Ooh, here yeah I'll shuffle see on you by later. you guys have fun <laughs> That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was the most Game of Thronesy moment for this entire season. I liked that one, and then with how they killed the dragon out of nowhere with the ballistas. But then the next episode, when the ballistas don't work at all, like even mm-hmm. like Nick the Wing, like she just came right. out of that fight flawless. The ballistas like, existed for the sole purpose of evening the odds, which weren't even odds because immediately Danny's army eviscerates the entirety of Cersei's army. Yeah, there's not. And we'll get some bullshit numbers maybe at the end of it all whenever they're going over some stuff, depending on how long it takes to kill Danny. Um, where somebody will, you know, maybe they try to make it seem like Danny's side lost more than it seemed. But the, the way that everything looked, it made it out to seem like Danny's m- maybe still at 80% strength, whereas Cersei's at literally 0% strength. Oh, like there's yeah. not a Lannister alive, there's yeah. not uh, anybody in the Iron Fleet alive. Yeah, if if we said Danny left um, like Winterfell at like say she's back at a hundred percent, like even if it was fifty percent of what her original mm-hmm. army was, she's now at a hundred percent because it's a new fight. She probably did only lose like twenty percent of her army. Like it really oh, yeah. didn't seem like mm-hmm. she lost anybody. No, yeah, it made it seem like the, they the were people she more lost or less the ones we saw die, yeah. <laughs> like Clegane. <laughs> because nobody could take down the dragon, and the dragon was incredibly effective without the ballistas to stop mm-hmm. it. The scorpions is what they call them in the show. Yeah, yeah, um, scorpions. The so it was just such a pointless plot point to kill. Viserion, or the who the green one, whatever. I think it's Viserion. I can't remember. Whatever. John's yeah. dragon. It was such a pointless plot point. And because, like I said, the whole thing was just like they're showing them like even the odds, and now what's going to happen at this fight? Well, 
we spend she it was probably like 35 40 minute fight in total but it was 35 40 minutes of danny's army literally just rolling over Dude, and landing in the way that like she just flew in with one dragon and just wrecked shop it's like she could have done that from the beginning it's like she could have done that like at least two seasons ago like when her dragon was big enough to like well when she took over uh the unsullied army or whatever with her dragon like her three dragons it seemed like Maybe a year after that, she could have got flown to King's Landing and just like, you know, and just won. Right. But especially if that's how she was just going to end it. It would be interesting but to go back know, and see if there was any difference in the size of the dragons. Like if they took care to oh, animate right. that properly. Because if coming over to Westeros, if they still... Because when they're crossing the sea, they're still pretty small, right? Yeah, that one was still on like a chain and it lit that dude on fire, you know? Like yeah, yeah. whenever they killed the masters to get the Unsullied, they were still they were, like yeah, very small. And then coming over the ocean to Westeros, I feel like they had gotten big enough that they could fly on their own. And they did show several times of them like flying out but over the ocean and stuff. But they weren't too big to they land on huge. the ship. They, could, they still had to lay I feel like the first time we see the them ship. be huge was saving John. The first because they, they're sizable whenever Jamie fights one, like on the Trident, right? Or at Riverrun or wherever the hell that was. Yeah. And they, like, they were big, but I don't, I don't remember thinking, holy shit, they're big. And now Drogon is like, holy shit, he's big. Yeah. When did Danny first ride one? Whenever she escapes from that Coliseum or whatever. Something... Oh, she had gotten captured by the rogue... Not rogue Dothraki, but a different clan... Because Caldrogo was dead or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then Jorah goes to rescue her, and there's some fight like in this Coliseum setting. And then the dragons come in like unbidden, like they knew Danny was there, and that was supposed to be like symbolic of connection or whatever. And then Danny gets on. I remember we were watching it at your house after a party, and we were all sitting there like, Get on that dragon! Get on that dragon! <laughs> and she got on the dragon, we all screamed. Because we had yes. all been waiting for that for so long. Um, Dude, yeah, they made... I mean, that's disappointing just for her to have been, like... The, I mean, I guess she didn't die, so I, she still has a plot point. Like, she still is probably one of the most... Not probably... Well, because they hadn't turned the her into the characters. villain. Yeah. She was a, a heroine for the most of the story until just this last episode. She turned villain. Or truly villain, probably, it seems. Yeah. But we, we kind of had our suspicions. Yeah. I mean, what do you think's left? What do you... I mean... Kill Danny. That's it. That's it. Yeah. However, that turn happens. Like, do they decide to spend time in the aftermath of the fight and everybody's like, you know, milling around the Red Keep or what's left of it? Kind of like, you know, it's awkward because everybody's like, (laughs) dear Danny, you're like a crazy Targaryen. Is Mm -hmm. she like solidifying power? Do we get any like bureaucracy where people are like trying to figure out what happens next, blah, blah, blah? But then in the shadows, Tyrion's like thinking like holy shit I picked the wrong side like how much of that <laughs> happens first and then because the, the, the whole last scene of Arya walking through the Pompeii-esque like rubble and then finding uh, Jacques and Hagar come back as a horse like oh is that the, what that was no but oh. that's that's like what the memes have been oh, it's like it's see, fucking somebody just like photoshopped his face on the horse that's so funny a man is a horse <laughs> a man is a, dude, that's so funny that would have been that's perfect it's because cole was telling me he thought it was bran and i was like that's a pretty good idea that would be super duper interesting and would finally make bran that's worthwhile. what i was thinking that's what i was thinking i was like that's a good idea because i was would bran this whole episode i would love that and i think i would love that just because now like a pseudo stockholm syndrome where i'm just bought into anything 
anything interesting happening because nothing interesting yeah. has happened. <laughs> I mean, really, nothing interesting has happened. So when he said that, I was like, dude, that would be nice. I would like Bran to do something, like save right. his sister. He's got to do something. We spent too long following him in a sled for him to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, for him to not kill the Night King and then his <laughs> dope sister that, like, freaking dodged Ray. Like, she never was threatened, which was... Arya seems to have, like, the best sort of, like... If, I, I hate to say, like, if I had to pick a storyline that I'd want to, you know, like, if I had to pick one of the Stark's lines to go on, it seems like hers is probably my favorite. She's, like, like I don't... bordering becoming a Mary Sue. What does that which mean? Is, so, a Mary Sue is a character that you write to have, to just be good at everything, because uh, you wish that was you. No, that makes sense. And have, that's, like, That's exactly who she is, because, like... She's real close she, to becoming that. Yeah, she's the, she's, like, the plot that I think, I mean... You wouldn't, I mean, I guess John's is okay, but like he gets stabbed and he just like has, he has to just deal, he has to just trudge through so much shit. It feels like all Yeah, he definitely wouldn't want to live his life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems on paper it's cool, like after the fact, like, and then like you definitely would want to meet him. Looking at like the guy that did all this stuff. Right. Yeah. It's easy to romanticize what he's gone through. Yeah. Exactly. But you wouldn't want to do it. But (laughs) Arya's was like, I mean, definitely hers is romanticized too. It sounds hard as fuck. She's seen a lot of traumatizing things and she's been through a lot of different things, but but nothing truly awful has happened. She goes through the cool training. Aside from watching her father be beheaded. Yeah, that was pretty bad. There was that like ambiguous amount of time that she was blind. Yeah, I mean she's but, like she's on the run, which is kind of like I don't know, like when I was a little kid, like I used to imagine like kind of running away and pretending like I was like on the not on the run, but like kind of like surviving on my own, you know? Right. I mean, it was just pretend, but like so, but like her doing it. A lot of what she's been like, through was not nearly as visceral as what a lot of the other characters exactly. Have been it through. seems more more like anybody could have not anybody, but it seems like. I guess you're right. Like the Mary Sue character, it seems like, well, I could do it because it's me, <laughs> you know. Like, right. and I, you know, I would be a faceless person, but I wouldn't. I would remember who I was. <laughs> right. Yeah. She gets all the training of something that requires you to give everything up, and she didn't have to give any right. of it up. She's, it's just, she's blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that. So. Oh. So. Yeah. The. The. But that. That last scene was so that we can see Arya now turn against Danny and have reason because like we were talking about last episode she's kind of on the fence about Danny she was like you know we needed her for the last war or for the the great war you know to kill the Night King like I get that I guess she is our queen we have no reason yet to know whether or not she's bad for Mm -hmm. the seven kingdoms so she's kind of like on the fence but still loyal to her family or whatever Mm -hmm. and so now that she's seen that Danny's just burning innocence yeah, uh, specifically the woman who tried to help her at one point when she was about to get trampled and stuff like that, and you know just to give her like a little, really small dog in the race or whatever. That was kind of and, weird. Is like why why did they try to get us attached to that lady? Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, it's just you know you know easy storytelling for getting Arya to have a personal stake in the destruction of Danny. Yeah. So now Arya kills Danny, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that seems like the most, like, probably the only thing. Like, I don't think John could do it. Or either kills Danny or dies trying, and yeah. then that galvanizes someone else to then do so. What has Sansa been doing this whole time? Because she's already oh, against point. Danny. Did, and what is uh, Yara up to? Did Sansa oh. go talk to Yara and be like, hey, we gotta stop all this, mm-hmm. or we gotta be ready for whatever it is that's going to happen? Dude, yeah, you don't want to piss off those girls. Because dude. the Greyjoys are the bannermen for the Starks. Yeah. And Yara definitely 
after having seen everything that has happened, probably knows her place better than most. Like, I need to just align myself with the Starks again. Mm-hmm. Go back to my house doing that. <laughs> yeah. Man, like, that's, dude, that's a good point. Like, and Sansa is one of those, like, characters now. It's like, you don't want to piss off this chick. She's like yeah. red hot fire. Like, right. just going to destroy everything. And uh, and she loves John now. Like, she's totally cool with John. So, like, it just seems like the last episode. I mean, dude. I think the obvious thing is that Sansa and Arya conspire to off Danny. Yeah. And then do so at some level of cost. And then John gets coerced into taking the throne because he has the best claim and is the most suited to do so. Yeah. I mean... I think that's the obvious thing. It's pretty like gross how easy that is. Yeah. But it, what else has Game of Thrones been doing the past two seasons? Right. That. Yeah. You know? So, who knows? Also, maybe everybody dies. That could still happen. Yeah, maybe Danny and John be... end up killing each other. No, that like, it could. Yeah, it could be like there's a, a couple of Juliet, turns like, that it could take. That you know, who knows? Dude, that's a good point. Yeah, because there's still the arbitrary ending too of it being like it's always going to be a game for the throne. You know, right? And because if John dies, that's what it'll be. It'll be like, look, and now it's always going to be a battle for the throne because uh, everyone's going to like lay claim. Because then it would be uh, what brought. Uh, Robert Baratheon's bastard kid that got legitimized by, by yeah, but so it, he'd be the next one. But then that would be like, like the conversation we had last week is who's left alive that would recognize that Danny had done that. The only one that could would be Sansa, maybe or Arya, maybe. But the, yeah, maybe Arya. But so like they don't have been, to. They don't have to recognize it. They'd be like that was under the last tyrant Targaryen. Why would we legitimize anything that she claimed? But and but so Gendry doesn't be, necessarily have any stake in anything. But it would be through. But it would be like it would follow the the lineage tier, wouldn't it? Well, it could. Yeah, but that would be but like we said last time. It would be such a stretch, though, and it would yeah. just yeah. It's man, I uh, I don't know. I mean, they got an hour and a half. I think we've seen the him. last of Gendry. I don't, I don't think we see him. Oh again. no, I don't. There's no reason to see him again. Yeah, he doesn't seem important. But Sam and Gilly, I mean, I thought Sam We don't see them again. That was the whole reason that John spent that time saying goodbye to them. And we got the, oh, Gilly's pregnant again. And oh, that sort yeah. of stuff. Because we're not going to see them again. Yeah. Unless it's just like at the end of the episode, if we get like sweeping shots across Westeros where we check in with other characters mm-hmm. and just see like, you know, how, you know, just, just like a five much. second peek into what the rest of their life is supposed to be like, you know. I thought the whole but, wall came down, but I was watching the intro this time and it was like only the little like. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> just that joke. like, um, you know, uh, uh, East Watch. Yeah, that, just the one hole yeah. in the wall. I thought the whole thing came down. So, I mean, it definitely seems like the Night's Watch could come back easy, easy peasy. Yeah, but there's nothing for them to watch. Well, I mean, I don't trust the wildlings. <laughs> I'm back to anti-wildly. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some enemy. <laughs> gotta, You're grasping for past Game somebody. of Thrones. <laughs> Just give me old Game of Thrones back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back when the wildlings are the bad guys. Back when things made sense. And everyone was a warg. Like, back, <laughs> everyone back, was a warg. Back when we thought everyone was gonna turn into their dog and we're like, fuck yeah. And then everyone's dog right. died and we're like, oh dude, nobody got to do the cool thing. Except right. for the cripple Except who didn't Brand, get to yeah. do it for very long and he got his brother's dog killed. God, dude, that was just so disappointing. Such a fun plot line. Like, oh, look, Bran and even John could maybe... And then they made it seem like John could skin change into the Raven and like other, other cool things. It was strange that like, they put time into that plot point. Cause, so it like mean It being like a theory, you know, because there's, you know, a, a wolf for every child of the mm-hmm. st- of Ned Stark and blah, blah, blah. And that could be kind of neat... 
Great point. That was and like the first episode, the thing that made it all like right. And then so it turns cool. out that John's not his child, so part of that theory is out the window, anyways. But yeah. So like it certainly would have. It was a neat thing to speculate on and be like, oh, wouldn't that be cool? If this happened, and then they started giving us clues about it, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, maybe it does happen. And then it, it, you know, in one of the more truer Game of Thrones fashions, kill off that because it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, but they did put more effort into making us want it than. I mean, it just becomes like red herring stuff. Yeah. Which is I, fine because yeah. every story has that to a degree so that you don't focus on the stuff that will happen because then you're going to call the stuff that will happen. You have yeah. to have some misdirection. And um, maybe he didn't know as he was writing. You know, maybe he thought it was going to be important and then it just didn't end up mattering right, because yeah. the characters that sort of stuff happens. Certainly like in whenever you're crafting something that's already so complicated. Oh, yeah. And I know that's how Stephen King writes. He writes a book and he, he, he like, when he talks about it later, he's like, yeah, the characters kind of grew in ways I never saw. Like, right, as yeah. I was writing it, just yeah, I feel like for, for writers and artists like that, it just, their worlds kind of just sort of create themselves like, and they're just like an a conduit for the, the right, dimension yeah. almost, you know, and they're just sitting there like throwing up that, that, that onto a paper. And then that's such not a pretty way to say it. <laughs> but I think the way I said it before is better. Just like they, they, they kind of just, I don't know, like the characters will grow and change like as they do too. So, you know, I think, I guess maybe it could have been, I like to think that it, it started off in his mind as something that might've been like super important and super and like mattered in mm-hmm. the end but but then I guess it just didn't as the characters grew and developed or maybe it was too hard to make it matter or maybe I mean all in all it just didn't matter I guess so <laughs> it's because uh, there were so many fan theories like that's how John was going to survive he was going to work into Ghost for a while right. like that's what a lot of people thought and I mean that still could be what happens too because that's like we've seen the last of Ghost. <laughs> no, I know. I just mean um, that in the book he's still dead. Uh, <laughs> you know, right? Like yeah, that's true. Like that's yeah. the cliffhanger we're left he on in after book five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, and so like the big spoiler that we got is that we obviously know he's right. yeah. <laughs> he comes back somehow. But that could be different. that might be the most egregious part of the show surpassing the books mm-hmm. is that that has been spoiled. That was, narratively yeah. for the books mm-hmm. yeah because that was a huge even if the thing last book comes out and it about. sucks for whatever reason mm-hmm. it still could have at least had the john reveal yeah but i mean what were they gonna do i guess right like man that, that put them in an awkward position I, but they were just like he'll finish like he's predicted to finish in time like i remember back in college uh, the Winds of Winter was supposed to come out like in oh, yeah. 2012 I mean, or whatever. Right, like, it was, yeah. you know, and we're in 2019, and he's just like royalty. Yeah, there's nothing that they could have like, done. It's just yeah. you know, I doubt he finishes writing it. I'm disappointed to say. I mean, like, who cares for him? Like, he's just. He's just I bet he's done with it. He's just waiting until he dies to publish it because he doesn't want to hear whatever oh, backlash fans have. I, yeah, when yeah. we said that last week, that was a good point. I, I, that might be exactly what. That's what I, I would do with the level of fame and public influence that this yeah. franchise has gained and with everything that may be coming back you know from the show and all that he might just be like i don't want to deal with what people with have to hate. say about my yeah. book i'm just going to publish it when i'm dead and fuck it yeah <laughs> everyone can deal with it and fight each other about it they can't fight me about it um, <laughs> all the money will go to the game of thrones foundation <laughs> i don't know what they would support though Rulers, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the authors, books, libraries. He's pretty into libraries. I would hope so. Yeah. Dude, I haven't been to a library in a long time. Last time I went to a library was to vote. Oh, nice. Did it smell like a library in there? 
I didn't go into the library part. <laughs> it was in one of the meeting rooms, you know, adjacent to the yeah. library part. Just the building was where it was, you know. And I didn't have to go through the library part to get to the meeting room. So, <laughs> so I mean, we're left off. John is, John is sitting there watching the world burn. Danny is burning the world. Right. The war's ending. The main characters we have left really are John, Danny, Tyrion, Arya... Sansa, I guess. Bran, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not. I still, Bran, I still don't think that Bran matters. Yeah, the only thing he could have done is, I, I mean, we like to, I like to think is the the horse, but <laughs> right, that would be a really. It would at least just have given him like one thing that he did, right? You know, even though it doesn't matter all that much, it just gave <laughs> Arya like a vehicle. Out. Yeah, she would have gotten out anyways. <laughs> they weren't going to let her die. Yeah. Um. That, but yeah, as far as characters that matter, like you said, we've just got Arya, John, Danny, Tyrion, Sansa. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the only people that matter anymore. Um, there, there, there are other named characters that are still alive, like the Onion Knight, um, yeah, uh, Yara Greyjoy, um, Bran. Uh, there might be a what Bronn, who ended up not mattering. I think unless oh yeah, unless he kills Tyrion. Which doesn't make any sense because he's not going to get payment from Cersei because she's dead. So Bronn getting that job from Cersei and then meeting Jaime and Tyrion was the one of the most like egregious wastes of time oh, aside was... from the second episode, just in general. Yeah, dude, I didn't it's like anything so to do with that scene. It pointless. Just, it was so pointless. And he, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Kill one of those guys and then they're not, and then you're not going to get paid no matter what, like, right. and you're going to threaten them and expect them to pay you, like, when they win, like, it's, it's just, just so just pointless. Like, yeah, it's it such a no waste sense. of time. Yeah, dude. So what is he going to do? Come back and kill Tyrion, and then what will that serve? Like, I guess, dude, that would be kind of just fun. for the sake of doing it, which might be. I mean, be that would be pretty Game of Thrones if he was just like, or yeah, he goes in there. I think the the only reason that he would come back would just to come back to kill Tyrion, just to be like, you know what? Fuck your whole family. All y'all done Bam. is fuck me up. <laughs> so fuck you and kills Tyrion. That would be. But I think that Tyrion Tyrion might die anyways because Danny's going to find out. That Jamie got loose. Oh, true. And, and dude, my whole family. And she was like, window. "If you fail me one more time, that'll be the last time you fail me." And so I think that Tyrion's gonna die this next episode, which I was kind of expecting him to die. I mean, he committed treason, anyways. little fucking bastard. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just, I mean, right. No, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, he com- yeah, dude, he committed treason. John committed treason. They both deserve to die in the Queen's eyes. Like I don't think John committed treason. He, when he told everybody who he is, he well he didn't. She pinky, she pinky promised him, and he broke. He never him. agreed. Well, I mean, she basically said, "If you tell anyone," well, she kind of hinted, "Like, don't tell anybody because that's betraying me, and I'm your queen." Later. Yeah, but she didn't give him any express orders. Now she not that that matters right. for her. Now that she's crazy. Well, and but, he is the king, so right. <laughs> like she, she's like, okay, I recognize you're actually the king, so I'll listen to you, <laughs> but, but don't tell anyone, I'll be great. Right. Do, do you think that they couldn't, like, like any time they made out with each other, like, it was awkward because they realized they were related, or it was awkward because they just weren't in love anymore? I think it was awkward because they know that they're related. Why would that matter at all, though? Like, dude, if I had, like, fallen in love with some super hot chick... And it was in the in the time in the world where people did that, and then it would then I found out like that she was my aunt, but we were the same age, and we had already fallen in love. I don't think I would just fall out of love because like 
I found out she was my aunt. Like the Targaryens always did that. I'd be like, oh, well, it makes sense that we fucking fell in love with yeah. Marcy. Well, they're still in love with each other and they said so even just this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, it didn't seem like they were. <laughs> I guess maybe I just... <laughs> I think John feels awkward because I think Danny still wants it. Um, and Danny doesn't care because in, in that scene is when we see the resolution that she's not going to rule, at least for the first part of her rule through love, she's going to rule through fear. Because mm-hmm. she says as much. Yeah. She says, no one here loves me. All I have is fear. John says, I love you. They try uh, to kiss. John sure. kind of pulls away. And Danny says, all right, it's fear then. So that's what that scene was about. But they do, I think that they, up until John sees Danny burning innocence, I think that, and even after that, he might still be like, I, I mean, you know, I was in love with her. I'm really conflicted about this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but his honor is going to, you know, have him do something different. Sure, I'm conflicted that, that this crazy lady <laughs> So I, I think that, you know, what kills the spark is that they realize that they're related. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and that, I mean, and that is a thing that's frowned upon in the society. We saw Cersei get walked through the street naked while people threw shit at her because she had done that. Yeah, but everybody else did it before her, so. Marjorie Tyrell was also <laughs> imprisoned by the church for doing, for allegedly doing Alleg- so. Yeah, that's, that dude. So, I mean, it, it is a thing that is frowned upon in the society. Yeah. And, and the whole reason the Targaryens did it was because they were like, fuck your rules, we have dragons. You know? Right, yeah. So <laughs> that was why it was cool, but it really wasn't even cool. Because nobody else. Because everybody else was afraid of saying anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems there was never like a a super chill Targaryen king, was there? Like it was supposed to be Aegon, like I the one that, that ended up going up to be the the wall and becoming the. There must have been you know, decent ones here and there. Yeah, because they ruled for how long? Yeah, it seemed like at least maybe at some years point it gives like us. Yeah, at some point it might have given us a number, but who knows. I certainly don't. I don't know why I'm thinking 300 years, just so specifically like (laughs) that. (laughs) But yeah, and even in that, that's you know that's six possibly generations of king, yeah, yeah, yeah. and queen. So one, if you know, they flip a coin and the world holds their breath or whatever. So there must have been some of them that came out okay. Otherwise, the saying would have just been like. They're all, all Targaryens are evil, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was so funny when uh, Varys said that to John. He basically was just like, I don't give a fuck what you say I know, about for, that shit. And I, <laughs> that so I funny, guess that dude. they're like out of time or whatever. So Varys is like, I don't have time to be as skillfully conniving as I have been this entire show. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can see the justification there. But for as smart and subtle as he's always been, for him to just go to the person and be like, hey, I want you to do it, <laughs> was just kind of like, no, they care. But at the same time, they're out of time. Yeah. They're literally on the doorstep of burning an entire city. So he's got to try and do something immediately. So I guess I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, whatever. I can nitpick things like that. And, and that might not even deserve nitpicking. There are other things that do deserve nitpicking. Um, like what? Tell me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like the fucking scorpion archers yeah, not being right. able to aim for shit all of a sudden. Yeah, and shooting super slow now. I mean, they had just as many boats. It's not like she took any of them out last time. Right. They had just as many shots. And if they knew the dragon was coming, they should have totally been prepared for it, dude. Well, I think that we are supposed to believe that they... Because she gets up really high in the sky and then dive bombs. And Euron's like, well, that's not a single, that's a dragon, (laughs) you know? And then she flies low and fast, which is commonly used in actual aerial combat tactics so you know 
you know, they tried to make it as believable as possible, or at least give us reasons to justify it. That would be cool to like, in when it. Hopefully, it, it does get published and written. That that'll be interesting. That'll be really cool to read that fight scene, like from her perspective. If we do get get it from hers, like just like flying through and like her right. connecting with her dragon and like the dragon knowing when to breathe fire and when to fight and do these barrel rolls. It's not like. It's not like Drogon's doing this on his own without her there. Like she's riding the dragon and, and like right. telling him. I assume, yeah, like directing that. in some way. Yeah, yeah. So I, that would, that'll be interesting to read. I'd like to to read that part. I feel yeah. like that'd be cool. Like because that's something that I, I feel like is probably lost in the cinematic version. Just like their connection, uh, kind of like how in Aragon, like they. I don't. I don't think that the dragon's going to be talking, you know, to her literally like oh, he does yeah. in Aragon. But I think that there's going to be some sort of like connection where like they don't even realize that they're two separate people like they they feel like they're the same thing you know it's something kind of written like that right like, <laughs> yeah i think that she might definitely and at least even, at least she'll feel that whether yeah. or not it's actually yeah happening. yeah that's what i was gonna say like i don't think that she'll actually like skin change into the dragon yeah but, I think that, but I think she'll that they'll be working she, so uniformly that that'll be a way that he could write it you know that, right yeah. it'll say that they're working so seamlessly and perfectly two peas Right. Is that it? There are only two peas in a pod? Usually. No. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, like the picture of a pod in my head has three. It probably depends on the species. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. What else? Where else are we in the book? Like, or in the book, in the show? I mean, got 86 minutes left, man. My biggest question right now is what Sansa been doing. And what is her plan? Hmm. Guess she hasn't just been sitting there, I bet. Oh, do you think she's got a way to kill the dragon? Maybe she's talking to Bran about how to kill yes, the dragon. That would be so obnoxious if suddenly she had a new weapon, too. <laughs> like. <laughs> or if she just took the old weapon. Like, let's just take their super big crossbow idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, when you were saying, like, how does the, the, the king run out of money? I was like, that's a good point. You just tell them to do it. You're, <laughs> you're the boss. Right. <laughs> if the resources are there mm-hmm. and the need is present. Yeah, I don't have to pay for this. I'm the boss. <laughs> Even if the craftsman was like, well, you have paid me for work in the past. You'd be like, well, there's a war on, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> do it or you die. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think I know what's going to happen. But at the same time, I don't actually know. I can't count on this show to do anything really in any direction. I don't think. Maybe I still want there to be like a good ending. And by by good, I mean quality. I don't think there is any good endings. There's no happy ending in this situation. Unless they are like even more sellout than I thought they were because the good ending is they kill Danny and John sits on the throne and Sansa is warden of the North and Arya becomes spy master. <laughs> she becomes the master of spider master whispers. That would be cool. I like that. I like that new ending. Hmm. Dude, if that even happened though, I'd be sitting here complaining next week. Just like, man, it's so see-through. We saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> But, like, I freaking called it so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My fan theory was off. 
Uh, but I wanted twists. Well, I think and like we I said, twists and fun stuff. And yeah, they've got to try and do something because yeah, they I mean, like, like we said at the top of the show, the obvious ending is more or less what I described. Not Arya becoming spymaster, but Arya, you know, I mean, that, having a hand in killing Danny. Mm-hmm. Sansa was conspiratorial about it, and and they forced John to take the throne. And because John didn't want the throne, he's the best suited. to Yeah, dude. The when Varys said, also that, with him like, having the best claim. Yeah, you know. Um, and then I think, like you said early in the season, at some point Ned said, "Those who don't want power are best suited to it," or something yeah, like that. So yeah. it's just like you know, it's cyclical, and you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, he got thrust into the Night's Watch commander position too. Yeah, like he, he didn't was, want it, yeah, but he, he was best suited to do it. You know, so far exactly. as like the narrative goes, anyways. Uh, God, dude, and he's so young. It seems like this whole time, like in my head, I think he's like nineteen. Yeah, he might be older. Yeah, but this, yeah, I mean, he's so probably. far as the show has gone on, he might maybe he's like in his early twenties or something like that. But how old was Robert Baratheon whenever his rebellion happened? That's fair. I mean, and, and I mean, kids are crazy talented and stuff too. So I mean, like especially in a world where like that's like the prime age, you know, like that's, yeah, that's also the thing is you know the, in general those people at that time died like you know in their forties. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, twenty young twenties is probably where he's at. You know, I that mean, would be that's my guess. Perfect, yeah. So I mean, I don't really really know where I was going with that. It's just, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, so th- that's the obvious answer. Hopefully, it's not obvious. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, something different happens. I still think that Sansa lives through it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought she was going to be queen. I don't think she'll be queen. But I don't think so I don't think anymore. she wants to be. She's, she's not going to want to go down south. Well, I don't think it makes sense anymore. Yeah, Even in my head it made of... sense because John was dead. Like, I don't mm. think John's going to die anymore. I think he's going to live. I think Tyrion I think, is I think probably going to die. weird for John to die twice is the only reason That's I don't fair. think he's going to die. That's a good point. I really think you're, I think you're right with that. They could still kill him and I would be fine with it. But I don't think that they do. It yeah. just seems weird for them to kill him twice. I'm excited for them for it to be wrapped up now. Like now, after being kind of disappointed last episode, I'm not gonna like no matter what happens next week. I'm I'm not gonna let it disappoint me. I'm just gonna let it be like, all right, this is the ending. Let's be happy right. with it. Let's just enjoy it and be happy. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not gonna let it bother me how it ends. But I, I was disappointed last episode just because I I wanted all these twists and big grandest things to happen, but like or grandiose things. But like, I don't none of that happened so it's just like all right well that's how it is you know <laughs> so right. now just enjoy it for what it is and, and looking back on it, it as far as episodes go this is the one that had the most stuff i don't know if it was my favorite episode of the season you know? it was definitely the most critical yeah i think i think and maybe i even shouldn't even say definitively i, I or definitely I, I should just say that i think it was the most pivotal one yeah it was yeah, I, I agree. I think even though, because so even though we could see it from a mile away that Danny was going to become the bad guy, mm-hmm. she becomes the bad guy, and yeah. not only does she become the bad guy, everybody watches her become the bad mm-hmm. guy. So Every, John, everybody now questions everything. Tyrion now questions everything. Arya, while she was on the fence, now has a reason to have become radicalized against her, and so and with her being like her little, you know kind of like shadow ninja self like she doesn't have any like one that she has to answer to she can just you know stealth in and kill danny or whatever mm-hmm. it is that she's gonna end up doing um so the, the yeah all the, all the most important players have seen danny become the bad guy 
I think that's why it's the most important episode. Yeah, I think I agree. I, th- I do think that this is the most important episode. And like, feelings aside, now that I'm looking at it objectively, because it's really like, who am I to judge what they had to do? That was so hard to write that. You know, to yeah, come, you know, that's the thing is that they, they, so, they are limited by the fact that they don't have the source material, but they have the ending. Right. Like, so they have to get to the ending somehow. Yeah, so, and they couldn't have ever done it in the way that the original author would have. Or in any of the crazy ways It's not ways fair to expect it of them. Yeah. It's so. just the nature of it is that they're out of source material. And that just sucks. And it's not anybody's fault except for Martin's for not having finished it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like if they did do a crazy twist ending, like what I was thinking, and it still ended up being the same thing, like the same ending ending, like mm-hmm. the same person sitting on the, on the throne in the end, but it was a fun twist to get there. If Martin didn't write it that way, then there would be this big argument like, the book was not as good as the fun twist ending in the show. Like, how do they, you know? And there's always going to be those people that are bitching and moaning. But I think that maybe with a little bit more of like a straight shot, see, not, I don't want to say see-through, but like, you know, a bit more of a straight shot ending, I, th- I think that maybe it'll, uh, maybe it'll leave a little bit more room for there to be some sort of kind of twist in the in the book. Like, I, they're probably... Maybe the twist will be just the fact that we see Danny go crazy, and that'll be a twist because it won't make it'll it'll be so much more bizarre uh, than it was in this because we did see it kind of coming a mile away. But maybe mm-hmm. in the book it'll feel like oh maybe she could be queen, you know, <laughs> and right, then yeah. and then we'll see it happen, and I'm like oh nope, she you know. But so I feel like there there is some room for a big twist maybe to happen in the book. It probably won't be, you know, it'll probably be very similar to what we saw on 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 screen, but. Um, there's going to be a lot more input just because we'll be in their head. So yeah, be, that's the thing is more, we'll get more context. More, yeah, and, so you know, we'll be more be, earned. Yeah, it might just be The results be more, will be earned, whereas this is just it. like they have to, they're just have to get there before the season is done. Yeah, and I think by being in their head and being with them, like, yeah, I don't, that's a great way to say that. Like, we'll have earned the ending, even if it is this cookie cutter kind of ending that, I, that I'm complaining that it is. Like, it'll be... It'll feel more like deserved, and, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, and and thinking back on it now, I, I'm, I was whining about the episode. It wasn't bad. It was good. I mean, re- I'm sure I'll rewatch the season right. and be like, oh my god, so much happened. Like looking back, it's good. You know, I enjoyed it, but hmm. just I, the first time through, I was just like, man, right, <laughs> none of my yeah. fun things happened, and it was all just well. It's just where the wheels shot. fell off for you, exactly. You know, yeah. So. so this was your moment. My moment was like episode one last season. So <laughs> yeah. I was kind of over it. I think, and it's two years ago, so I don't fucking remember, but I think I was totally off the wagon by episode three last season. Well, I'm back on the wagon now. I'm going to be excited for the next episode. Whatever happens, like, I'm not going to hit it negatively. I'm just going to watch it and be like, yes, I've just accepted that it's not as good as it used to be. And And that's fine. And and that's fine. Right. It's fine. They're doing the best that they can with what they have. And that's, again, like I said, not anybody's fault except for the author who didn't finish the book. Dude, and it's not like And even that, like, I don't care. Like, it's not like the show isn't going to go down as, in history, as one of the greatest shows, like, of this generation. You know what I mean? Like, even, even if it pisses a bunch of people off with the ending. I mean, Harry Potter probably pissed a bunch of people off with the ending, but that was still a monumental saga of an you know that was an era of our lives the harry potter era when we were waiting for things to right, end, things yeah. to happen and this is a big era of our lives too in my opinion you know we're waiting for all these things to happen and it won't actually be over until the books are done because you know we're the big fans that have read the books as well mm-hmm. so for us the ending of the era will be when martin finishes 
Whereas for Harry Potter, it ended with the movies because that was a bit more timely and it worked out a little better. But Mm -hmm. uh, that was probably scary for Rowling. She's like, I'm not going to let them finish without me. You know, because she was, she was, I felt like she was three books ahead and then two books ahead and then like a book ahead. (laughs) I was like, oh, they're catching you. (laughs) Well, Deathly Hollows was such a task of bringing all the strands together. Mm-hmm. There's so much that gets revealed and finally tied together that you never expected and, would get tied together. Mm-hmm. And she created the whole thing with all the, like they gave us Horcruxes in book six and then they, she hit us with the new, like the, the, the tri wizard. Oh, the, the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, yeah. The Deathly Hallows, the name mm-hmm. of the book. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, there was a lot of crafting that went into that last book, and so mm-hmm. it is not surprising that it took her as long as it did to write it, or yeah. for the movies to catch up in the fashion that they mm-hmm. did. But yeah, I mean, and, yeah. I think this will this will go down in history as like a, a monumental. It's a huge cultural touchstone, and it's changed media too. Like, I mean, people people are ready to binge watch, and like you know, the, the, they take seasons of things now, and they'll take books, right? And rather than make them a movie, they'll make them into season-long epics like Game of Thrones. And now it's like a common thing. People are ready to watch long-form media when it's something like this, something that's, you know, they want people to right. put the time and money into it. And Game of Thrones kind of changed that. So I think, I mean, obviously, it did a lot of great things. Like, I think it's going to be... Like, I'm excited now for yeah, this next Yeah, there's definitely be, other shows that have been great before Game of Thrones sure. existed. Pro- things like The Sopranos too. and yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, The Wire... Book. Um, there are other shows that, you know, are these huge, you know, high quality shows that existed before Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones really did show that TV is going to be the place for thorough and well done storytelling. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a movie anymore. Right. And it can in fact be done better as a show because Mm -hmm. you're inherently giving yourself more time to tell the story as opposed to 90 minutes. Yeah, and there was a big stereotype. Although Endgame was like three hours. Yeah. (laughs) There was a big stereotype too with things being like, oh, well, that's a TV movie, you know? Yeah, now it's, well, and and HBO as a whole has made TV prestige Mm -hmm. um, because The Wire was HBO. But But Game of Thrones is what popularized it. Right. Yeah, and I mean, dude, there there hadn't been a show before that that like crashed the internet because so many people tried to watch it at the same time. You know, right? Like, that's, that's it. Happened at the same time that the, the advent of streaming right? became a thing. Yeah, and HBO has its own streaming service where you don't even have to have cable to then have the HBO mm-hmm. package. You can just get HBO now. Yeah, and not have any cable and be tuned in to this worldwide phenomenon. It, and that's that's really that's a good way to say it. It really kind of was a worldwide phenomenon, mm-hmm. and it will be next week. I that was one of the main reasons that I wanted to start watching Game of Thrones five years ago because there was this global conversation that was happening, and I wanted to yeah. be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great thing. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Bailey's mom watched all of it in like two weeks. It's um, let's see, before this season started, because this was episode seventy two. Um, right? Or was it 73? Either way. Then, so there's only, there was like 67, mm-hmm. 66 episodes to be watched. Yeah, you could totally do that in two weeks. Yeah, she just... I have to watch multiple a day, but oh, you could totally yeah, do that she, in two weeks. Yeah, she crushed it. She hated it so fast. It might have even been faster than that, but she watched so much of it just back to back and she's all caught up and <laughs> watching the finale with the world. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's all fresh for you. Right. 
I kind of wish that I had watched it over again, but I was still time. in such a disappointment mode from the previous season. That I was just like, I just don't fucking care. I just yeah. want this to be over. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. the only reason, and I think more than anything, the only reason I wanted to have watched it all again was for the purposes of this podcast. Yeah. Just so that I could remember more details that might be that might be able to contribute to the conversations that we have. But it probably doesn't actually matter as much as I want it to. I mean, yeah, it's not like, I don't think they rewatched it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think there's, there's a Game of Thrones of podcast that I listen to. And one of the things that they said at the beginning of this week's episode was, I want to know when the last time Benioff and Weiss watched their own goddamn show. <laughs> because right. they don't seem to care about anything that has happened in no, the past. No, <laughs> that's a great, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Another funny thing they said this week was Dracaris Dead Varus. Dead Varus. I, I thought that was really funny. That was a funny joke. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be over soon. And like I've been saying this whole season, I'm just excited for it to finally be over. And we yeah, can dude. just end it. The end. The end of the era. Just put this thing down. Put it down. I'm ready. Yeah. I hope the dragon runs away. That'd be cool. If there was still a dragon in the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> And if he became Smog, and then it ties into Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm just kidding. Cannon. <laughs> that would be awful. That doesn't make sense because Smog <laughs> is red. Drogon Dro- <laughs> is. Black. That's what makes no sense about it. <laughs> That's the one thing. Man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it would be about as good as the rest of the show so far. Uh, yeah, man. Anyways, I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts of this week? Not really. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going into next week positive. I'm excited for the ending. Like, I'm excited to see what they did for the ending. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I bitched and moaned a lot for this episode. I would say uncharacteristically of me because I was so positive with the rest of it. But I'm ready now. I'm positive again. Yeah. I'm ready for this episode. You got I the tox. You got the poison out. Yeah, just and like now the episode, you can just yeah, it's all you know, over. You're fresh again, yeah, more okay. or less. Yeah, fresh with a new perspective, having had a brush with death. Yeah, and then we're all. It's all. Yeah, dude. The end. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah, dude. Just gotta watch the ending with like. You can't be pissed off watching the ending of Game of Thrones, man. You can't end the era angry. <laughs> <laughs> can't go to sleep angry. Right. Yeah. Let <laughs> me tell you, you can go to sleep angry. I do it all the time. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see how this ends. Um, like you said, it's going to be big because it's Game of Thrones. Whether or not it's great, it's great by virtue of being Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and it's been such an important franchise and show for such a long time in media and culture that it will be remembered. Just by virtue of it being what it is. Oh, yeah. And it'll be constantly referenced. It'll be one of those things, just like how when you said The Sopranos earlier, like I've never seen an episode, but I know it as you know, in the epic of its era, you know. Oh, maybe like, it ends in the middle of a sentence like The Sopranos does. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I Really, all I care about anymore is Sansa. Sansa's just awesome. Yeah. Ever since she started making her own clothes and they were all just jet black, I was like, I'm on board with this bitch. All right, let's go. We're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, so we'll uh, see y'all next week with the final episode. And we're going to see y'all on Wednesday with this new book that we started, Scythe. I've been liking it, dude. It's cool. I'm it's into it. Cool. Yeah. it's uh, It's got me engaged. I th- dude, I think this is going to be kind of a quick read. Like, as 
I'm yeah, I'm excited though. It's been good. Yeah. We can talk about it. Well, we're doing it in three parts. So yeah, I think, yeah, I'm, it, it's got me engaged. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm like a hundred percent hooked yet. I think that I don't care necessarily about any of the characters yet. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm told, I'm definitely engaged and I'm interested to see where it goes. I like the so, universe in the world. Like, that's more than I could things. say about other things. For sure. So, <laughs> anyways, we'll, we'll see you all with all that shit. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Doggers and Timestamps. Go Bruins!